You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist. A confidence boost before your interview? Or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday? There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. Welcome to Art Smart from Who Arted, your guide to quick and easy art history. We're cutting through all that art world jargon that doesn't make sense to anyone. Because art is for everyone. Welcome to Art Smart. I'm your host, Kyle Wood, and this week we're going to focus on fauvism. In the summer of 1905, Henri Matisse took his family out of Paris to a small fishing village called Collier. He invited his friend, a young artist by the name of André Durain, to join him, and the two of them painted side by side around the village. Matisse encouraged Durain to move away from natural colors. They applied paints straight from the tube with little or no mixing. They put together works with unusual color schemes. Particularly, they often focused on putting complementary or opposite colors next to each other, with the idea that the heightened contrast would make the colors seem brighter. In 1905... Matisse, Durain, and several other modernists exhibited their works in the Salon des Atomes. The Salon des Atomes, not sure I'm pronouncing that right, but I'm going with it. It was a sort of middle ground between the really conservative Paris Salon, which was sort of like the creme de la creme. It was the juried art show, but it was the traditional stuff. The other end of the spectrum was the Salon des Independence. And that was unjuried. Anyone who paid the fee could exhibit in the Salon de Independence. The Salon des Atomes was for artists who weren't getting into the official salon of the Société des Artistes Français. But the show was still vetted. It still had criteria for entry. Anyway, Matisse and Dorain showed their work at the Salon des Atomes in 1905. And at the salon, a critic... Louis Vaucelet was walking around looking at all the works when he saw a Renaissance sort of sculpture surrounded by modern works by Matisse, Dorain, and their friends. Vaucelet was heard to remark, Donatello a milieu de fous, meaning Donatello among the wild beasts. Now, like the Impressionists, the Fauvists took the term a critic used to insult their work and transformed its meaning. They were considered to be wild beasts because of their bold use of color. The Fauvist style is a sort of extension of the post-Impressionist movement, further flattening the images, making things more abstract, bolder colors, more expressive, that painterly styling, all of that. If we consider the evolution of painting, in the Renaissance, artists sought naturalistic perfection. They wanted their works to be as true and accurate a representation of nature as possible. That was more or less the dominant philosophy until the camera came around in the mid-1800s. 
Then we see Impressionism, which was a bit more painterly, showing the brush strokes, but it was still based on observation of people, places, and things in the real world. The post-Impressionists pushed things a little further, still painterly, still that brushwork was visible in it, but they made things more expressive. Vincent van Gogh was particularly influential in selecting colors, not just because of what he observed in the subject, but because of the symbolic and expressive qualities of different colors. The Fauvists pushed that idea further. For the Fauvists, color was something to be celebrated in and of itself, not for its ability to describe what something looked like, but just because the color was beautiful for its expressive qualities. One trick they particularly liked to employ was the use of complementary color schemes to make things look brighter and more vivid. When we look at Matisse's goldfish, well, I guess he actually made multiple paintings of goldfish. He liked the goldfish as a symbol of like paradise lost. Anyways, in these goldfish paintings, we see the goldfish as pure, saturated colors that are contrasting the muted colors of the negative space and the table and the bowl and all of that sort of stuff. We see sort of that goldfish, that piece of nature as bright and bold and vivid and really the the trappings of modern society. Like I said, the table, the room, the furniture is all this sort of softer, muted stuff. So in a lot of ways, people describe that as sort of symbolic of that paradise lost and all of that. But really, when I'm looking at his goldfish paintings, I would say my favorite is the one with the cat sort of reaching into the bowl. I I love that one just because we see the complementary colors next to each other. And when opposite colors are mixed, they turn muddy. But when you put those opposites like blue next to orange and red next to green, the extreme contrast makes the colors seem extra bright. That, to me, is one of the greatest aspects of Fauvism. They experimented with color and they turned everything up, making things as bright and bold as could be. They went further in experimentation than the Impressionists before them, and in doing so, they shocked and inspired the next generation of artists who broke new ground in movements like Cubism. Interestingly, the name for the Cubist movement also came from that same critic, Vaucelet. He described Brock's paintings as bizarres cubiques, uh, which would mean like cubic oddities. There are also reports that Matisse may have had a hand in naming the Cubist movement by describing the works as little cubes. Regardless, the descriptor seemed appropriate because the name stuck. And if you want to learn more about Cubism, I did an episode on Cubism earlier this season. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Now, if I were putting together a collection of works to help you understand Fauvism, I feel like almost all of them would be Matisse. 
As I said, he made some beautiful paintings of goldfish. There are several paintings of goldfish. I think he did about a dozen of them. Aside from the goldfish, though, there's a painting of Matisse's wife from 1905. It's titled Woman with a Hat. It's absolutely iconic. It's one of his best-known pieces. It's also one of the earliest examples of that unnatural color that came to define the movement. In it, we see that very brushy, painterly work. Uh, Colors are dashed off, and one of the things that I love is the way he puts colors together, like the green in the jawline right next to this reddish-orange in the neck. It's more about the way colors play off each other than the way they describe the figure. I also feel like I would be remiss if I didn't mention that I did an episode of Who Arted about Matisse and Harmony in Red, which was another wild experimental work that breaks down the planes in in that space in a way that is absolutely mesmerizing. It's absolutely beautiful and a little bit mind-bending the way that the wall blends so seamlessly with the tablecloth to flatten and sort of abstract the space. Of course, Matisse wasn't the only artist of the movement. Um, Andre Durane was another friend of Matisse's and a pioneer in the Fauvist movement. I'm particularly drawn to his landscape from 1907 because it's Obviously got the bold color scheme, but there's also this feeling of like distortion in the image. There's something about this curved line, this curved yellowish form that goes across the bottom of the the landscape that just creates this feel of like a fisheye lens on, on that landscape. It just feels fun and playful to me. And lastly, I would want to include a little bit of George Brock. Uh, Brock was best known for his work in Cubism. I mean, Brock and and Picasso were the founders and leaders of the Cubist movement. But Brock was also a Fauvist. And in 1906, he painted Landscape near Antwerp. And again, I, I love the colors, but I also think it's just an important work to look at to understand the evolution of art styles. Brock is painting in the Fauvist style. He's got those bright, bold colors, but also it's becoming increasingly abstract. His space is becoming flattened. He's playing a little bit with the planes here. I feel like this piece, this landscape, has a little bit of almost foreshadowing. For Now, of course, those are some of the standouts in my mind. What are your favorite Fauvist pieces? Let me know. You can email me artsmartpodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on social media at whoartedpodcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Artsmart is an airwave media podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor, leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. If you'd like to learn more, check out my other podcast, Who Arted, or go to the website artsmartpodcast.com for more free resources.